You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 182. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, hello, my friend. Hey, If you're in the U.S., happy Thanksgiving and happy Native American Heritage Day. To all of you listening, thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. My wish for you is that you make a moment to deeply connect with your growth this year and how fortunate we all are to be in a position to do this kind of work. This kind of personal growth work is not something that we all do, and it's amazing that you are doing it. So, I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge you. And if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving Day, I want you to know that I've opened up extra booking spots for you to book a call with me. I know there are a lot of people looking for coaching to finish their 2021 strong and get a rock-solid foundation for 2022. And I've heard from you. I am opening up spots. And if that's you, you can book a call with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session, and we'll get started now. There's really no better time to start than now. All right, let's talk about the two must-have skills that will prevent you from overworking. Can you even tell if you're overworking? As lawyers, it's easy for us to overwork. There's plenty of work to do. But are you doing the right kind of work? If you feel overwhelmed in your practice, the answer is you're not doing the most impactful work. It's not possible to do the most impactful work when you're overwhelmed. And there are two essentials missing when we feel overwhelmed. One is moderated thoughts. And two is intentionality in our decision making. Moderating your thoughts comes from practice. And this is a skill I teach my clients. Our brain has 60,000 thoughts a day and most of them are on repeat. We don't usually, unless you've been doing this work a while or are getting coaching, we don't slow down our brain to look at the thoughts. If we're not aware of our thoughts, we can't moderate them. And this may sound super hard, but it's actually very easy. I find my clients slow their brain way down after about week 10 of working with me, and they can start moderating them on their own. Some do it way sooner than that. But this is really a skill you can learn, and in fact, it it is essential. All we want to do is slow our brains down enough to see that we're having thoughts and then start looking at them more objectively. I wanted to come up with a really impactful visual for you of the importance of moderating your thoughts and intentional decision making. Imagine you are the pilot of a 747. You're in the captain's chair and you have a ton of gadgets and gizmos in front of you that help you steer the course of this plane. You think the most important thing is that the plane is level and that you're moving forward towards your destination. So you're just following the path you're on. But what actually is important in that moment 
is that you don't have enough fuel to get to your destination. That's not even on your radar because there's no alarm bells going off and your tank looked pretty full when you took off and you kind of gauged it and you're like, yeah, there's, there's gas in there. But if you were looking at the distance objectively, you took out a map and you said, okay, the distance between me now and the distance to my destination, is that enough fuel? you would know what you really needed to do was land the plane ASAP and refuel that puppy. And the fact that you're going to go straight and the plane is level is not as important right now. So here's another example, a real life example. And it's from me. I had to do this too. I had to slow my brain way down too. So I'm going to use an example I worked on. If you're anything like me, this is going to resonate. My brain likes to tell me that I should be doing more. It's a habit. I developed this thought in my childhood at some point, and my brain naturally wants to go there. It feels very easy. It felt very true for a very long time. And sometimes I notice my brain still goes there, and that's okay. It's not a problem because I moderate my thoughts, and then I can become more intentional in the decisions that I want to make. So then I don't feel overwhelmed about whatever project I'm working on. So this is how it would show up. I didn't always see this thought. All I saw is that I was working really hard and I wasn't getting as many clients as I wanted in my business. So I'd do more. I'd post more on social media. I'd set up 20 webinars in a two-week period. I'd make a decision to do one thing, like build a big course, and then decide that really what I should be doing is making a small course. My brain was in busy mode. It thought that I should be doing more, that that was the key to success. When I slowed down my thoughts, doing the thought work that I always talk about in this podcast, I understood that there was just a thought creating this. And the thought was, I should do more. Once I saw the thought, then I could see if I had an urge to do more, that it was just coming from a thought that I should be doing more. Then I could question it. I could moderate it. I could ask myself, is that? true or is that even helpful is even a better question when you're just getting started because if we're not getting the result we want right now it's because we're thinking thoughts that aren't helpful I saw other people who were building businesses who did way less and they had the success that I wanted so I trusted that they knew something that I didn't know I just watched them and then I was like, okay, I need to work with them. I need to learn what's going on in their brains. And it wasn't that it was true that I should do more. It was that my decision making was unintentional because I wasn't moderating my thoughts. I wasn't really looking at them. So I'll use an example um, that I used in a recent episode called Predicting Outcomes. My client, she has a thriving estate planning uh, practice and her work is slowing way down while making more money so she can spend more time on vacation and with her husband and doing the things she wants to do and planning for her podcast and doing all of those things that really light her up that will attract even more people who she can help in her in her practice. And this is in fact possible. So if you're saying what? Yes, she's slowing her practice down and she is making more money right now. I will get into how she was doing this. In fact, I already talked about it in predicting outcomes, but I want to talk to you about this in the context of moderating thoughts and then making intentional decision making from those moderated thoughts, okay? 
Here was her situation in a nutshell. If you want to hear more, go back to the predicting outcomes episode, but this is in a nutshell what it was. Her brain was afraid that if she took on a full-time assistant that she wouldn't be able to afford to pay her. Her initial reaction, her brain's initial reaction without moderating her thoughts was that she couldn't afford it and that she'd have no assistant and be too busy to grow her practice the way she wanted to. Her brain was an immediate no on hiring a full-time assistant. When she and I took the time to break down the math to really start moderating her thoughts, she saw that she was spending a ton of hours on non-billables than an assistant could do. And she'd have more time to spend on billables, even accounting for time that she'd need to train her assistant and create systems. The math told us she'd be making more money if she hired a full-time assistant above and beyond what she'd be paying the assistant. She'd be making even more money doing that than hiring a new associate. And I get so many attorneys who want to hire an associate before having a full-time trained up assistant. And they'll actually make more money starting with an assistant. So unless you have a moderated brain, you cannot make intentional decisions that will get you the best and the highest result for yourself. And I feel myself getting super fired up about this because I see it so often with my clients. So when we moderated her thoughts and dug into what the objective facts were, my client could make an intentional decision to hire a full-time assistant and see that the fear was just a normal part of the process of doing something she'd never done before. So many times we think that fear is a sign to stop or that it's a problem or that it means we shouldn't move forward. All it means is that we have some unmoderated thoughts and we're not making intentional decisions. So our firms and law schools, they don't teach these essentials. It's no wonder that over half of lawyers report feeling stressed out. And that's 67% if we're just talking women. And I'm going to argue that we hold ourselves to a higher standard. I just read something this morning that women are billing like over 100 hours more than most men Um, associates and partners included, I guess. It didn't really specify. I'm a lawyer and it really drives me nuts when I don't get specifics. But just want you to know that if you're a woman listening to this, this is going to even skyrocket because your unintentional thought is probably something like, I should be doing more. I'm not doing enough that I should, you know, I should be, you know, together. Everybody thinks I'm together. I'm just throwing out some thoughts that have come to mind in my lifetime, and I imagine that they are showing up in you. So when we moderate our thoughts and make intentional decisions from those cleaner thoughts, not only do we feel better, but we serve our clients better because we're now fueling our life, our practice with better, cleaner fuel. So we're not just kind of spending all of our time wasting it on things that are unessential. So how awesome is it going to be when my client gets to spend more focused time on her clients and their problems because she has an assistant who helps her with things she doesn't have to use her very expensive brain for? Side note, did you know how valuable your brain is? You've invested probably about $100,000 just in law school and maybe $60,000 to $100,000 in undergrad. 
I mean, why wouldn't you keep investing in it to make the best decisions for yourself and your clients to learn how to moderate your thoughts? You make more money and you calm your brain way down. It's a win-win situation. So I'm just saying you need to book a call to coach with me if you're not already a client. So because my client learned the skill of moderating her thoughts and deciding intentionally, her clients will have an advocate who's even better, right? She's going to listen even more closely and address their concerns methodically, and she's going to have systems for it. And she's going to be able to create systems that are going to benefit her future clients and make her life easier in the future. Like she is going to be able to spend the most quality time in her brain creating things that are going to make her life easier. Imagine being able to use your brain power on that instead of busy work. So when your clients are better served, not only are they willing to pay more for exceptional service, but they tell their friends. That means more clients. Now, if you are like some people that I work with and you think, well, I don't want any more clients. I'm too busy. I want you to hear it this way. When you moderate your thoughts and make decisions intentionally, you discover ways to make things easier for yourself. What some lawyers believe who don't have a lot of clients is that if they have more clients, then they will enter the overwork and overwhelm cycle again. And if you have the two essentials I mentioned, it doesn't have to be that way. By moderating your thoughts and making intentional decisions for yourself and your practice, you stop doing the busy work that feels important and taking less than ideal clients and instead focus on the most impactful work bringing you the cash and the clients that you love because there really is a difference between just taking any old cash and taking in a quality of cash that feels in alignment with what you want like there's a difference in this i mean that's a whole other podcast but it's something that you feel like when you're just taking any old cash from any old client who walks through the door that's not in alignment with what you want for yourself and your practice it doesn't feel as good Why not allow yourself to create something that feels really good? And if you don't have your own practice, I want you to know that this episode was applicable to you too. (laughs) That's maybe something I should have said at the beginning. But if you're listening right now, and let's say you're working for um, the government, or let's say you're working as an associate in a firm, just know that This applies to the hours that you are working in your office, whether billable or non-billable. You can moderate your thoughts and start prioritizing and making decisions based on those moderated thoughts. I do it all the time as a prosecutor. So I want you to know that it is possible for you too. And if you're hearing this and you're like, yes, that's me, I need that, book a call with me. This is the time to get coaching this is like this is like the perfect time of year like I gotta say like when I look back on it this is like the part of the year where I have a brain that just wants to go all over the place it's got like all of these ideas and all these things I want to do but what it needs most is focus and that's some of the self-coaching I've been doing on myself is just focusing on moderating my thoughts and making intentional decision making just intentional decisions that are going to serve me through the rest of this year and into next year as I move forward into my full-time coaching practice. So I want you to know that this is 
what we can be working on. So you can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session, book your call, and we will get to work right away. All right, my friend, I will talk to you soon. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,